What's up, everybody? It's Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook with football game plan here to talk to you about Isogenics. Isogenics is nutritional cleansing, which is a lifestyle upgrade. It's an easy to follow system that burns fat, supports body systems and promotes lean muscle growth. The solutions it provides are weight, wellness, performance, energy and health aging opportunities. Start now and transform your life by reaching out to health and prosperity coach Jim Paterno at jenrachelle at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. Or shoot her a text at 862-220-6611. She's also on Twitter at Coach. That's I-S-A-J-E-N-I-X coach. Isogenics, solutions to transform lives. Welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. You can follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. And as always, be sure to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, be sure to subscribe and also leave us a five-star rating. Keeping with our 2018 NFL Draft prospect interviews, today's episode, we are bringing on Nate Gaines, the safety of UT San Antonio. Nate, appreciate you taking time. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. Well, here's the thing, man. From your freshman year to your sophomore year to your junior year to even your senior year, um, you've gotten better and better each and every season. Where was the biggest growth you saw in your game? Uh, I would like to say that uh, my biggest growth was probably um, my junior year to my senior year. Um you know, we had a different different set of coaches come in, and I got to see a different perspective uh, uh, around um, just a, a new safeties coach at that position. And um, it was very eye-opening, and it, it allowed me to um, progress my game, and it made me more versatile as a player. And I felt like I could put it all together and be just that, that full player that I've always wanted to be. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's one thing that impressed me about your game down at the Tropical Bowl is that you didn't really have a designated safety position. You were all over the field, um, and I was highly impressed with how you play, and also you were always around the football. Take me through the mindset and the process of of playing the safety position and why it's so unique. Um, I mean, it, it really gives you uh, the the ability to do, do it all as um, a defensive player. You know, you get to get in the mix with being in tackles. Um, you have more opportunity than most at that position for big hits, for big plays as far as interceptions and PBUs. And um, you just get to see the whole field. Uh, you know, if you're a D lineman or even the O lineman in this case, you know, you see what's in front of you and everything is quick. And now in sudden playing the safety position, it's more you wait for it to, to develop before you react. And so I think that's why um, safety, in my opinion, is the best position on the field. Well, see, we're going to have a slight disagreement because I was a college <laughs> running back, right? And here's here's what I hated. I, I never – I always couldn't account for the safety. You know, pre-snap it was like, okay, I know what this guy is going to – he's going to slant inside. I know that linebacker is going to scrape over top. 
if I kick it outside, I'm off to the races. And as soon as I do everything that I envision pre-snap, here comes this doggone safety right down the alley, bam, and and, and just kills your dream. Uh, so playing from the back to the front, you know, from your perspective, you really get to see everything develop. And is that something that you see um, that, that coincides with what you learned in the film room and you see it play out on game day or is it something that just kind of like innate where, okay, I know how this play is setting up. I know where it's going. And I can just go attack downhill. I think it's a bit of both. Um, you know, you, you have your uh, instinctual players. And they also have your um, football savvy players, you know, the guys who, who get in the film room and, you know, they, they break down the film with the coach and uh, they take every opportunity to learn. Or as you have that instinctual player who, just sees it, bam, 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 he's there. Uh, I like to think that I'm both. Um, <clears throat> uh, I feel like I have uh, pretty good instincts as far as uh, a good football IQ, a good feel for the game. But I also like to spend time in the film room and uh, learn different tendencies from receivers, quarterbacks, even the tackles and uh, their pass drop sets. Are they putting their, their back foot, uh, their outside foot back to prep for um, you know that pass drop? Or is it, you know, uh, even with their uh, their inside foot, and they're going to go off the block for the run. So, um, you know, just different tendencies I study. And then, you know, at the end of the day, it's just football. You're just playing. You know, you, you read your keys. You got your primary key. You got your secondary key. And then you just play ball after that. The road runners are not a, let's say, football power as far as tradition is concerned because it just started their program, I want to say 2010. <laughs> um, so it's fairly new. But in your, your tenure there, you guys finally got to experience a bowl game and you saw the highs and the lows. But I think overall, you have a unique perspective on college football because you you went into a, a I don't I don't want to say upstart, but a very, fairly new program. Then um, you saw some highs, you saw some lows. How was your experience there and how did they you talked about a little bit about it earlier, but how did that program help you develop your game? Yeah, I think definitely a lot of it was a uh, trial and error. Um you know, you, you saw some things that uh, you weren't really accustomed to. And, you know, I had the privilege to uh, play under two different head coaches and coaching staff. So you got to see a little bit of um, two sides. And I think it was interesting that, you know, we were a startup program and we really just took flight. And we, we had a couple uh, bad seasons, my time being there. But also, you know, we learned a lot, a lot of lessons and a lot of the games that we played, <clears throat> it really wasn't just blowout games. Uh, I recall that in 2014, I believe, no, it was 2016, we we lost, I want to say, five games by a touchdown or less. You know, and it was just one of those things where we weren't able to finish. So, um, you know, being at UTSA, that, that's always been a big emphasis. Actually, that was – uh, our logo and our slogan was to finish, finish games. You know, we put ourselves in the best position possible. And by finishing, uh, we could have been that much better of a team. You know, it was interesting because I was talking to um, Turner Smiley, which is a former receiver at UNT. I trained with him at um, the MJP. And he said that, you know, our teams are alike. Um, you know, UNT, they've been in, in a lot of games as well where, you know, they were trailing or even leading by seven. But the difference was they're able to finish, so that that record shows that. So, um, you know, unfortunately, we didn't have the record that we wanted to have. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I would go 
to battle with those guys any day. Yeah, you guys had a real good showing this year. You're in a lot of ball games, competitive, and you're right. It's all about finishing. When you look at the position you play, and I know I used to do this growing up. You you kind of watch a lot of different players, and you take little pieces of their game, try to put it into yours, and try to model yourself after someone else. Uh, who would you say you pattern your game after? Who are you picking from to add to your game? Uh, you know, I, I like to watch the guys like um, the Earl Thomases and, and the Cam Chancellors of the game. Uh, they kind of bring two different games to the plate. Uh, you know, Earl Thomas, I think he's a true free safety. You know, he, he's a freak. He he does everything right. And if you watch him play, he wastes – or he does not waste any any uh, movements at all. You know, he, he reads his keys. He sees what he wants, what he needs to see, and then boom, he's going. And, uh, you know, his range is incredible. You know, he talking about a guy who can go sideline to sideline when the ball is in the air. And uh, he's just a relentless player. And – like I said, he, he's actually a true free safety, so I, I like to look at him. Whereas Cam Chancellor, you know, he's more of that physical safety, big guy, um, does well in the box, but also play in coverage as well, um, does the little things right, you know, and uh, he, he's more of a form tackler as far as um, when he's tackled. So I like, I like to watch those guys and kind of mimic their games. Uh, during my college tenure, I would actually uh, – Watch those guys. You know, we had them uh, in our film room as far as Eclipse. So uh, we'd kind of watch them as a safety position and kind of just see what they were doing. And then we'd also watch uh, some of the New England Patriots DBs because uh, they're pretty savvy and and uh, they do the right things as well. Yeah, one thing that you always find yourself doing is picking the ball off. I think that's probably because your receiver background back in high school, man. You're always running the football and you can catch. Um, oh, yeah. and, and, and that's huge because that's added possessions. You know, you, we've seen it a lot where a guy would drop or intercept and then two plays later, touchdown for the other team. So those wasted opportunities to pick the ball off or take the ball away is huge. What, what part of your game, and that's well documented, your, uh, your ball skills, but what part of your game you feel like right now is being vastly underrated? Uh, I think it's, it's, uh, my game speed that is being underrated, you know, um, more times than not, you're gonna you're not gonna see a guy run 40 yards per play, right? And uh, you know, I, I think that's something that really doesn't judge uh, a player. But at the end of the day, it's just something you have to do. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, there's a lot of questions that scouts want to know: is uh, how how fast can I run? You know, what my 40 time is gonna look like? Can it be under four six? And uh, definitely, it can. Um, but I think I play at a, another level as far as game speed, you know, uh, and I think that has a lot to do with just having the instincts and, and just that football IQ to diagnose a play before a lot of people uh, do and just end up where I need to be. Yeah, here here's one player that comes to mind when you talk about that, because I completely agree with you. The 40-yard dash to me is useless, but it's something that you have to do. Um, but there was a safety. I grew up in New Orleans, and so I was a, a diehard Saints fan. And there was a safety by the name of Sammy Knight, who they drafted out of USC. And Sammy Knight ran a four nine in the forty yard dash, and all he—that's basically walking. So all he did <laughs> was uh, lead the. I think he's one of the all-time leaders in interceptions in Saints history. And every big play the Saints needed, 
Sammy Knight was on the back end, picking the ball off in the right spot, forcing the fumble down in the box. He played kind of that hybrid role as well. He played, I think he wanted, I want to say he retired in 2000, uh, maybe seven or something like that. But Sammy Knight was one of the best safeties in the league for a while. And again, a guy that was like a seven round pick, people knocked him because of his, his speed. Oh, he wasn't be, he wasn't going to be able to cover, but the big playmaker was always on on point with the plays. And again, it's because of the football speed. And that's what's important, uh, most important. You talk about, you know, how intense you are in the film room and you you love watching different players. And you also uh, just like love to get out there. What is it about that? That shows a lot of passion, number one. But what is it about the game that you really love the most? Just being there, just being there around um, my teammates and my coaches. Uh, there's nothing like it, you know. Uh, I like to think at, of a football team as a fraternity in a sense because, you know, we're always with each other. We're always going through different things. And uh, just having that, that brotherhood and having that, that support is the biggest thing, you know. It's different when it's an individual sport like tennis or track or something, you know, all, all that all that support that you have is really uh, intrinsic as far – as far as football, everything is external uh, support. Everyone is there for you and lifting you up. Everyone's doing the same thing you're doing. So uh, it it really makes you go that much harder. And then just, you know, my passion for the game is nothing like it. You know, I, I love this game. And I'll do anything for it. And, um, you know, I bring that to the table each and every day, uh, especially in my workouts and just my prep to do whatever I need to do for football. Um, yeah, but th those are the most important things I like. And also, you know, as far as the game itself, I like, I like to hit, you know, that, <laughs> that, that's my biggest thing that I really do. You know, I, I love, I love interception. I love, I love production, but you know, I, I like to terrorize people on the field at the same time. So, <laughs> so you was that alley guy that just pop up out of nowhere and just pop the running back I, for no reason. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, um, you, you, it, what also stood out to me, man, is that you, you had that same passion and you brought that business-like approach to the Tropical Bowl. That was a business trip for you. You went out there and you were so focused and you excelled in practice and you also excelled in the game. Um, so that speaks to what you're talking about, uh, your love for the game and how serious you, you take it. Where are you training now, man, and where can people follow you on Twitter to, to help uh, to, to follow along this journey as you make it toward the NFL? So uh, I'm training right now at the uh, Michael Johnson Performance Facility in uh, McKinney, Texas. And it's right outside of Dallas. Um, you know, that's state-of-the-art state equipment. Um, very, very good training up there. So if anyone's listening to this and need a place to train, I definitely recommend that place. You know, they take your time with you. You know, the therapy is great, everything. And um, for my Twitter handle, um, you can follow me at uh, campaign 11 and campaign, uh, the G isn't in there. It's a long story why it's not in there, <laughs> but it's, uh, campaign eleven. That's that's where you can follow me uh, for this NFL journey. Well, Nate, man, this has been fun, and I was happy to see you go out there and compete um, at practice at the Tropical Bowl, and go out there in the game and do the same thing that you did all week. You know, those two days at practice. So definitely look forward to watching you throughout this process, and we wish you the best of luck. All right. Thank you. Have a good one.